0: Welcome back to episode whatever number we're on. We're so glad you guys could join us today. Uh, we have just, every time, I just it just tickles me. Every time we play that intro, we do, we're we just sitting in our chairs like having our own little dance party. It's a bop. It's such a bop. It's, it's a bop. so good. So, as we do with every episode, we start with an ASF. Age, sexuality, and fuckery. Fuckery. Uh, My name's Grant. I'm here with Bird. Bird, what's your ASF?
1: Hi. I am Bird. I'm 39. She, her. And I like to fuck.
0: Mm. And who? Who do you like to fuck?
1: Heteroflexible, thank you very much. Yum. Actually, I don't like to fuck that much. I don't know why I said that. I think I'm just in a mood.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: Um, I'm coming out of my demisexuality, so I'm trying to learn to love how to fuck. Just non-discriminately.
0: Gotta love that. Yeah. Hitting a hoe face. Hitting a hoe face. Yummy. I, I want to hit a hoe face. How about that? We'll get there.
1: Grant, what's your ASF?
0: My ASF. So I am 31. I am he, him. Like I say, everybody's got holes and they all need filling. I'm a bisexual. I'm a verse uh, when it comes to my slightly more gaydom. So put it in me. I put it in you. Everybody's happy. Playground. Seriously. And I am very much. It's a, it's so funny, and I never really recognize this, but every time I go to Bird, and I'm, I'm like, after I break up with a boyfriend or whatever or girlfriend, and I I go to Bird, and I'm like, I am entering a hoe phase, <laughs> and I sleep with maybe three people, and then somebody walks into my life, and I'm like, I'm changing my ways. Isn't that? Like it's
1: like too often. Right? It's
0: <laughs> wretched.
1: You have a pattern. Wretched. I have a type, and you have a pattern. I,
0: it's so bad. <laughs> it's lovely, but it's so bad. It's so bad. And usually I go back to the same watering holes. Mm, That's an expression we maybe shouldn't use. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so today's kind of an interesting day. Normally, Bird and I have everything kind of scripted out. Well, not scripted, but like we have an outline that we like to follow. We have a topic that we like to follow. But Bird got to have a really interesting experience. I'm getting ahead of myself.
1: I have an experience. Yeah. That I really, really, really want to share. But first and foremost, what are we drinking?
0: What are we drinking?
1: So today on Drinks and Kinks, for you, we have Eyes Up Here. And this is by Oozle Finch. Again, we're on it with the Oozle Finch. Yum. Uh, Beers and Blending is what they are called. Oozle Finch Beers and Blending. This is a Sour Fruited. It is a raspberry sour ale uh, with floss sugar and vanilla bean. That's one of my favorites because they're really sweet. What
0: was the other Oozle Finch that we had? Uh, That was the... Nude Wooter. Oh, yeah, that Baja Blast the, that was... Yeah. Oh, oh, so good. So now, the Baja <laughs> Blast... Sorry, total total drinks moment. Side path. The Baja Blast was a seltzer. What I am drinking is a... Smoothie Sour. Smoothie Sour. So mine's going to yes. be a little thicker. It's
1: going to be a little thicker. You
0: like them thick.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, it is a traditional sour ale, but with more of the sugary, fruity, good stuff in it. Oh, no, not that. So delicious. Alright, Renny, are you guys ready for this crack? We're gonna gonna try it. Oh,
0: yeah. Mine just (laughs) shot in my eye. That's what she said. (laughs) You certainly hope so, anyway. Ah, good lord. (laughs) Kids, this is not for the light at heart. Okay. I can see clearly now the... S- Stain is gone? A- ale? What yeah. is it? Sour's gone. <laughs> oh, Bird's going to think I'm winking at her all night. Oh, yeah. Because now I'm just going to be blinking. <laughs> God.
1: All right, let's see what we got.
0: Look at the head on that puppy. Mm. Wow. Sensual. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Better choice. my hazel eye than my brown eye. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so so we got our drinks out of the way. Now let's get into our kinks. So, so Bird, you got to have an experience. Yes, that I am so excited to hear about. I am so stoked to share this. Um, so, well, can we can we get some definitions really fast? So, one of the things, that, uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about is we've been to meet and greets. You've done munches. Yes, and there are sex parties. Yes. So what is, what is a meet and greet?
1: So to clarify,
0: I don't know shit about shit, but I know a little bit about the shit that I do know about. Well, you put the little bit in shit.
1: It's a little bit of shit. Yes. I am still learning, so I don't know. And I may get some of this wrong, but there are things like munches that are social gatherings usually done at like a restaurant or a, a public place where people can kind of get together and hang out and mix and mingle and learn about each other. And, there's no kink play involved. There's no you. Do, you don't even do kink wear usually at these things. It's just strictly like vanilla normie on the outside. Get to know people. It's a nice safe environment usually hosted by people who run kink events, kind of stuff.
0: You find common people that like your thing through conversation.
1: Yes, and a okay. lot of this is like finding munches through FetLife, which is it's a thing. That's a th- that's a so excited. That's another that.
0: topic. Great.
1: So there's munches, there are like meet and greets, which are vetting parties where you kind of go and get vetted for a very specific event or a very specific dungeon or playhouse kind of thing. And then there's like play parties where after you've been vetted either through munches or going to the meet and greets, you can go to these kinky play parties. And that's what I got to do
0: recently. I'm... So excited! <laughs> so let's start at like a base level. So so Friday, you and I went to a meet and greet.
1: We did. We went to a meet and greet, and this is for a different play place, a more regionally located a more locally. Located sure. play place. Sure. So we had a really great time. That was super fun. That was your first meet and greet.
0: Sure was. That
1: was your first anything within the Real Kink community. In fact, I made you create a FetLife profile that night.
0: I have three friends. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> Look at you go. So when we went to this meet and greet, so literally the way that the that this happened was Bert and I had been texting and she was like, well, I'm actually headed to, so I work in a, in a, sep- a different town from where I currently reside. And... Um, she was like, Oh, I'm headed to that same town. Oh, we
1: we can go back even further. I got stood up for a date.
0: Oh right i mean
1: in in no fault of his own no that was weather related because
0: he's coming from a different town super
1: far away and the past is ugly and so on yeah. and so forth and so like do i blame him no no but also i got canceled on and so i was like hey bestie what's up let's, Can let's we hang out and drink and commiserate and gossip and shit right so
0: i was like hey let's go for a drink and she said well i'm actually going to this meet and greet near in this you. other town it happened to be where i work and i was like Okay. Sold. Let's go do that. And she was like, we just got to go for an hour, and then we can go drink and commiserate. We ended up being there for almost two and a half hours. Yeah, it was really nice. We were there for a long time. Nothing, There, I mean, like, there was a little bit of kink talk, but a there was bit. nothing unto, I mean, first of all, it was outside. Yeah. In Oregon, in winter. In the
1: cold. It was very cold. It we we very sat cold. under the heaters the whole time. We
0: sure did. Yeah. And let me tell you, you meet some wonderfully sweet people there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They are our type of weirdos. We mm-hmm. are, we're naturally kind of like different people anyway. <laughs> and walking in, you're like, ah, oh, yes, okay, my people. Okay.
0: Now, it being my first meet and greet, um, I will just say I went in with some trepidation. Like, not sure what to expect. Yeah. I, I I, wasn't really um, necessarily aware of the other individuals that would be there. Yeah. And.
1: Did you have any kind of expectations or anything like that walking into this? Like, did you have a, a scene in your head where you're like, this might be a little bit like this?
0: As a meet and greet, not, not really. Uh, so the place where we met, I'm actually friends with the owners. Oh. Um, right. And so they are not people that I have necessarily brought into my circle of kingdom. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, in all fairness, I have just recently started dragging you into this. Kind of. You were kind of exploring it last year. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, come on, bitch, get come in the car. With me. Yeah, get seriously. in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> seriously.
0: <laughs> and let me tell And it's been awesome. Of course, when your first. Adventuring into any kind of foyer like this, your v- anybody is very like just walking on eggshells because yeah. I don't know how my friends, how my family, how everybody's going to respond. Yes.
1: Are um, you going to run into people that know you? Exactly. Are you going to be outed for
0: something? That What's you don't that, that going to be outed? look like?
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: And actually, before you got there, I ran into one of my owner friends. Oh um, my! And we she. She didn't ask me like what I was doing because we we met at like a like a brewery. Oh, okay. So obviously, she knows why I'm there. I'm Being there at another to brewery, it's
1: pretty exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so we just talked and and shot in the breeze and, and there there was no issue. But when you told me where we were meeting, I was kind of like,
1: oh, I wondered about that reaction. Yeah, your text back was like,
0: <laughs> oh god, that's a cho- yeah. And so just a sidebar. In one of our previous episodes, we talked about becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. And things are going to happen in places that you may know folks. Um, Which is crazy in the area that we
1: live in. You definitely run into people all over the place. And everywhere. And it is really tough to get away from like people knowing everything about you in this town. It is, so. It's the type of town where six degrees of separation suddenly becomes one degree of separation. Everyone knows everyone. It's
0: very incestuous. Oh, yeah. So back to your question, you know, what did I feel? I didn't necessarily expect anything other than I'm probably going to be able to identify and one should never judge on looks, but when we got there, you asked me, have you seen any of the other people? And I said, well, I think those folks over there might be... It's a type. It sure is. Um, We're a type. Yeah. And you were like, oh, yeah, I know her. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we followed everybody outside, and and that's where we were. But I didn't necessarily have a scene or anything, because you told me that it was a meet and greet. Yes. So I don't know what to expect at a munch. Yeah. Or any of these things. I sure don't.
1: Yeah. So this was really your first introduction into meeting real life people aside from your ex-boyfriend who tied you up once or twice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good
0: times. Um, <sighs> in terms of kink stuff, I've I've been a part of a threesome so like I've had moments. In my timeline. But it's never ever been like an organized meeting of like-minded individuals who are there for kinks or fetish or... Getting vetted for these things. And I had... Yeah. It never crossed my mind. Because I had never ever thought about being vetted. I'm so excited that I'm dragging you into this mess. So at the end, you were like, yep, we've been vetted and we're cleared. And I was like, what the French toast is vetted? What did we do? So... So we did And a you made crepe. such an impression
1: on one of the owners too. That was so cute. Thanks. Yeah. It was, it, was,
0: it was a lot of fun. Good. Met some really wonderful people. Got some really good conversation going. Good. It was awesome.
1: So all that being said, me going to this play party last night, I was like. Where's my grant? What have I done? Why did I not go with Grant? Why why didn't I take you? Did you have something going on?
0: I had my company's Christmas party that
1: day. <laughs> you know what? Have gotten out of Fair it. Fair
0: enough. Sure. Could I, have. I
1: knew that we talked about that ahead of time, and I was like, "Wait, why is he not here?"
0: So you traveled about two to two and a half hours. Three three hours total. Three hours mm-hmm. to get to yes this party. Yes. And I so, was so bummed because I was ready to leave my Christmas party to get there.
1: Oh, man. And and I know, too, I so I texted Grant once I got there. We're going to back up just a little bit, and I will get there. But I, I had a moment of panic. So driving up, my because my husband is out of town, I also have a... Very interesting potential guy and the wings. He's super cool and I really like him. Should we
0: call him Tractor Boy?
1: Uh, call him Tractor Boy. (laughs)
0: Listen to you all giggly. Oh, God.
1: Okay, I like him. (laughs) I um, have been talking to him for, I think it's been a little over like a week and a half. But he's been super understanding about stuff like this. So I was very upfront and open with him about like, I'm going to a play party. I'm headed out right now. It's going to take me a couple hours to get out there. I did. I don't do the texting and driving thing, and so I wasn't talking to him. We mostly are texting, and I didn't talk to him on the way up there, but he had told me, like, send me a message when you get there. And I was talking to Senior on the way up as I was getting a little bit closer because I hadn't
0: really talked to him a whole lot through the day. Senior's your husband.
1: Senior's my husband. And it was kind of a little tense because I was feeling the FOMO because he's in a place where I would Really like to be where all of our friends are and hanging out and stuff and he's going through some really cool stuff that I want to be supportive of so it was hard to be away from him and I got the FOMO and I let him know and he wasn't really great about communicating with me throughout the day. And so we were definitely having like an intense discussion while I was pulling into my Airbnb that I got up there. I got off the phone with him, immediately kind of got freshened up and changed and headed right back out and drove over to the play party where I fully intended to text senior and let him know where I was. And then this other guy, Tractor Boy 2, and let him know that I had arrived safe. However, I pulled in and I realized that it's out in the middle of kind of nowhere and there's absolutely zero reception. Not a bar, not a nothing. Nothing. And there had been no reception for at least two miles, but I hadn't noticed because I was driving and I wasn't checking my phone.
0: Don't look at your phones while you're driving?
1: Yeah, I considered very briefly turning around and driving back out of there. Finding
0: reception. Letting
1: them know that, hey, I arrived safe or whatever. I'm going to be out of reception for the next couple of hours or so. But I was also super wrapped up in my nerves because I was terrified to walk into this thing by myself. I was running late anyway. I had intended to be there at least two hours earlier. And I definitely texted you and said, like, I don't know if I can do this. What am I thinking? I can't walk in there by
0: myself. That's why you didn't respond.
1: Yeah, because I because you reception. texted me
0: and then there was I didn't know there was no reception and I texted you back and I was like you get your butt in there and you get stories for me yeah and there was nothing and I, I was like oh God, I texted you
1: right before I left the Airbnb and I didn't even think about checking my phone before I left or got anywhere further than that I was like oh it'll probably take him about five, five ten minutes to respond to me I'll check it when I get done driving because the place was like ten minutes from the Airbnb and yeah then I learned the hard way that's why no one. Responded to my text messages and/or I couldn't send anything out. So
0: there's that. So I get there. So you're in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. Your husband and this boy man I have thing. no idea that I'm safe. Don't know that you're safe. I don't
1: even know that they care. At this point, Do I'm just, like, so wrapped safe? up in things. I felt safe. Great. Yeah, it was totally fine. Um, Very well lit. They had, like, lights and signs and everything and, like, announcing that this was the place that things were going to be happening at. There's a name for it, and so it was Got easy it.
0: to see. You have arrived.
1: You have arrived, and it was very clear that, you know, that there's some cars in this field, like a makeshift parking lot. So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go park my car. There's a lady in the car next to me, and I'm like, I'm going to go with her. So I try to gather my my things really quickly, but she's already out and walking over, and I'm like, fuck, I missed my chance. Don't leave me. Uh, Yeah. So (gasps) I'm sitting in the car. I I brush my teeth. I'm fixing my hair. I'm fixing my makeup a little bit. I had stopped and gotten, like, one of those cheesy charcuterie things. Cheesy, no pun intended. Yes, like a little platter thing. And a bottle of wine. (laughs) And I... Because they wanted you, it was a potluck. They right, wanted right. you to bring food. And, but you're driving and
0: three hours. What so are you like, going to What am no. I going
1: to bring? No. Um, so, Tractor Boy had suggested grab a case of beer, grab a bottle of wine, and bring that. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So, before I left town, I grabbed those things okay. and um,
0: drank the beers on the way up. Uh, you, no, pretty no, much. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I had this wine and charcuterie thing in the back of the car. So I didn't have time to gather it. But as I'm doing that and I got my shoes on and I'm all like, okay, I think I'm mentally prepared to do this. This other girl pulls up on the other side of me. And she looks just as fucking confused as I did. Stellar. And she gets out and she goes, it, is this, are, it, um, it, are you going to, and I was like, are you new to this too? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Come okay, with me. let's do this together. <laughs> nice. Good. <laughs> she was so Cool. So we started walking together, kind of chatting a little bit as we were walking towards this like barn area, and we saw another human figure. And so we're like, "Let's go ask that person where we're supposed to go." So we we walked up to him, and he introduced himself by his FetLife name. And oh,
0: I real sidebar: What is fe- just five words or less? What is FetLife?
1: FetLife is a website for kinky people to connect with other kinky people. It's like Facebook for kinksters. Okay. Filled with a lot of wieners. There's wieners everywhere. Sure. So so many penises. Uh, So... He uh, used his FetLife name. Used his FetLife name. Was super sweet. Just like kind of took us under his wing and he's like, you got your ID? We're like, yes, I didn't. I had to go run back to the car because I'm the person that forgets it. So here I am with an armful of wine bottle weird charcuterie tray, just poofy jacket over my cute little goth girl ensemble. And uh, we walk in, they roll open the barn door, and I see my friends that I know from our rope bondage class. So the instructor is there, there's a couple other people from the class, and I'm just like, oh, thank you. Yes, okay. I have people that I can hang out with. And they just look at me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I feel like Baby and Dirty Dancing... (laughs) I carried a watermelon. And the girl that walked in with me just started cracking up. And I was just like, I literally feel like I'm I'm baby. I'm just like walking in awkwardly. And I'm just like, I don't know why I'm here, but I I carried a watermelon. Please accept me. So we get checked in. I give him my ID. I pay my 10 bucks to get in. And I go to set down all the food and stuff. And I realize it's a dry event. So I just brought wine to a sober event. And I felt so awkward. So my instructor my mistress person was like, yeah, it this is- Your rope
0: tying instructor. Yes. Got
1: it. I will refer to her as mistress. She's not my mistress, but right. that is her- Her title. Her title. Um, was like, yeah, yeah, that's, it's a dry event. You're not gonna wanna have that here. So I went and donated it to the people at the door and I was just like, hi, I'm new at this and I'm really sorry and I didn't know. Um, please take this as a donation. And she was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even flinch. They're just like, all Thank right, you. cool. So this was a massive barn. Like the building that we're in right now is half the size of what it was. And, and we're in a massive, like 2,500 square foot place. I feel like it was double the width of this place. It was just massive,
0: right? So to give you an idea, we are in one of the bays of a four bay warehouse. It's massive. So this barn had to be- Enormous, it was huge. Wow. And it was filled with
1: naked people, Oh, fully clothed people, Sure, people in skimpy little outfits, Yum. and everyone is very, very comfortable. And it, it was
0: cool. Did they not so have cool. heaters going? It, they
1: did have heaters. They had the space heaters inside. They had cute little fire pits and stuff. It was so well done. And there was, so imagine going to like a convention, like a Comic-Con kind of a thing, right? There's like booths along the walls, mm-hmm. right? But these booths are just these little roped off areas with maybe a bench or a rigging situation where you can do suspension ties. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm out of my element, Donnie. I am out of my fucking element. I have no idea. I I know shit about shit at this point. So get my coat off. Go hang out with my people a little bit. Luckily, they're feeling just as awkward as I am. And they've been to so many of these. And so it was nice to have people that were also in an awkward situation. So is this not
0: common for a, a party. It
1: is, but it's common to also feel a little bit awkward and out of place for a little while while you're kind of get settling in. I mean, I'm at, I imagine if you've gone to like hundreds of these, you're an old hand. It's old hat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, this is easy for you to just walk in and be comfortable. But it was nice to know that these people that were deeply involved in the ropes bondage courses and these types of environments were also like, I feel awkward. What do we do with our hands? Like, I don't have pockets in this little skimpy outfit. Like, it was chef's kiss. So it made me feel a little bit more comfortable hanging out with people who'd done this before who would all, who were also awkward. Uh, I immediately, like I was super overwhelmed by the amount
0: of things that were happening. There had to be a ton of stimulation. Oh my God, it was so
1: much. And my little uh, neurodivergent brain was just like, I don't know how to process all of these sensory things that are coming in. So as a note, I'm coming in as a single and a lot of other people are coming in as a partnered duo or trio or whatever or so there were a lot of people there that were just kind of like voyeurs that just wanted to come and watch and that's that's their kink and that's a perfect environment for that kind of a thing but I am just the awkward single in this semi-large group of people that I'm hanging out with everybody has their person person that they're doing a thing with so that was already my like oh god what am I doing here I look super cute. I had really tall zip-up, lace-up boots. Nice. And then my black fishnets and my tall socks with little strappy bondage kind of garters on top. A little black skirt. A little crop top that was slashed open all the way up to my titties. Nice. My little bitty titties were kind of hanging out a little bit. Like, no nips, but just enough that it was like... I feel sexy in this outfit, and I feel comfortable wearing this kind of thing. Oh, and I had my little devil horns, because that's my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. I call them my
1: comfort devil horns. So, I feel comfortable, but also I feel like I'm overdressed, because a lot of people are either just walking around in nothing. Lingerie. Or or... lingerie, or just a little G-string or something. Um, Other people had very elaborate, beautiful outfits on, and so I'm like, I don't feel like I fit in here. However... There were a lot of other people, littles, who were in onesies. And I made sure I brought my onesie and I had it in the car. Nice. So, worst case scenario, because it was cold, I could always put something warm on over. I was going to bring pajamas, but I was like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. That's, that seems off to me. Being a little, my, well, not a little, I'm a middle. But wearing a onesie seems a lot more comfortable to me. So, at some point, I did change into my onesie. I just kind of put it on over myself and then zipped up my thigh-high boots over my onesie. Nice. <laughs> I was a whole unit. That's fantastic. <laughs> like, I got a lot of compliments on the boots, but also like I could not imagine what I looked like wearing a raccoon onesie and thigh-high zip-up patent leather boots. <laughs> Your face right now. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm thing.
0: thrilled beyond measure, and I'm so <laughs> Ticked that I wasn't there.
1: (sighs) So I'm overwhelmed. I'm overstimulated. And I have to try to act like I'm fine because I know that everybody is extremely concerned for everyone else's well being because it's a very like protected space, right? Nothing is non consensual in that place. Love that. So I don't want people to panic, but I'm definitely freaking out a little bit. So I got to like mask. Is the only way that I know how to describe that. So I'm masking as much as I possibly can. However, I feel like I've got a neon sign across my forehead that is flashing like, I'm panicking, I'm panicking, I'm panicking.
0: So let's be very, let's be very frank because we just came out of COVID times. Mm-hmm. So masking meaning you're putting on a brave face. Yes. You're not actually masking up in a group of people.
1: I am hiding my internal turmoil as a neurodivergent person to act like a normal person divergent person right
0: everything's great try to be typical this is my first time yes but we're gonna fake it till you make it yeah
1: so i'm just smiling like probably a creep and i'm like no this is awesome oh my god wow look at all this look over there holy shit wow yeah cool and i think that i was probably looking around too much i probably looked completely like a deer in a head in the headlights I got really, really lucky. Uh, The mistress was done with her performance that she was doing. She did like an exhibition there Mm. and had a lot of free time to hang out. However, she was waiting for one of the open spaces to open back up again so she could tie her bunny. And she asked me if I would take photos of them. And I'm like, fuck, please give me a job at this point. Please give me something to do with my hands. I don't have pockets in this outfit and I feel super awkward. So I'm I'm on board. We had to wait a very long time, but it was nice to be able to just sit and chill with everybody that a couch area. There was a little fire pit that we were sitting by and it's indoors in this barn where it's warm enough. However, at this point, I'm like, onesie goes on while we're waiting. The booth opens up. We go over. She starts getting ready to set up. I get handed someone else's phone to take pictures. It's one of, I think that her business partner, not like partner, partner. Um, she's like, "Here, take this phone, take some photos. We can figure out how to send these later. They get set up. It's really beautiful the way that they are showing the scene setup. So the negotiations. what are you what are you willing to sit for? What kind of this is what time I'm thinking about doing you feel like doing this is that going to be okay with you and the bunny's like yeah I think that that sounds really good the negotiations were absolutely beautiful behind this and I've never seen that in real life before to see real life examples of these things has been really cool. So they start going, they start roping up and doing the whole thing. And I'm taking photos and trying not to be super awkward about things, but it was a really cool experience see this interaction between like this Dom sub dynamic, right? They finished the scene a little bit earlier than expected. The rope bunny was like, I got to get out of this. Thank you so much. But this is hurting. Tapping out. Tapping out. Sure. And so they get done with the scene a little bit earlier and instead of standing there and awkwardly watching them do aftercare, which is so important and I wish vanilla relationships had more of this too. I kind of turned back to the couch to go kind of hang out at that point, but everyone had dispersed to go off to go play and do spankings over here or I don't know what other scenes people were doing. I kind of lost track of everyone. So I ended up on... The couch area by myself with a whole bunch of people that I didn't recognize or know or anything. And so I'm just sort of awkwardly sitting there. And this is where the panic starts to kind of sit in. And I'm like, I, I should probably go. It's been a, maybe an hour or two. I've been here plenty long enough. I've seen a lot of sights. I, I could just go. I could just Irish goodbye. Everyone's gone doing their thing. The
0: aftercare is going to take a little while because they're taking care, taking care. You, when you have been up in knots. Yeah there's aftercare that happens.
1: Absolutely. And if you tap out of a scene early, there's a lot of kind of extra, like, hey, it's okay. You're okay. I'm okay. Are you okay? Let's talk about this. Let's do some debrief. Yes. What was hurting for you? Those kinds of things. How did that go for you? there's a lot of things that go into this care after that. And uh, I didn't want to interrupt that, and I'm not going to put a time limit on that. So they were doing their thing, and I'm just sitting there awkwardly with my blanket and my... fucking onesie and whatever and so at, at one point i was like i'm just going to pretend that i'm going to go outside to get some fresh air not that anyone's going to know so i gathered up my blanket and i walked out and i got in the car i, I here's my exit i don't even need to say goodbye this to everybody my chance is my chance until i realized that i didn't know what i did with that cell phone that i was handed that was someone else's cell phone oh, shit, did i give that back to somebody i know i talked to somebody about it Where did I do with it? It's not in my pockets. It's not in the blanket that I was carrying. Oh, my God. I lost someone else's phone.
0: (laughs) At a dry event.
1: At a dry event. I'm not even drunk. I can't even blame it on that. And I go back in. So I had started to drive off at this point. I repark. I leave my blanket. I pretend like I just went out to go put my blanket in the car, but that was a lie. (laughs) I definitely was trying to escape. Get out. Extremely overstimulated, totally overwhelmed. Oh, and fun fact, uh, the guy that I was with last year that his, <laughs> a girl hit me up on Fet Life in January and said, yes. the guy that you're dating is dating me and he's cheating on you. She was there. I got to meet her for the first the time The girl was there. The girl was there.
0: Because <gasps> we've talked about her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's lovely. She's we a, like her. She's fucking wonderful.
0: The dude is a dick.
1: The dude is a piece of shit. By the way. She is so rad. Good. Um, So she was there, so I got to meet her in person, but I was hella awkward because I saw her in the middle of a scene and realized who she was and then she went immediately into another scene and I was like, I don't know how much time I should give someone before I go over and like, hey, I know you're in the afterglow of this, but hi, <laughs> it's me. It's nice to meet you in person. I love that. So I, I let her kind of cruise around and when we made sure. eye contact, I was like, hi. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh, hello.
0: Nice to meet you in person.
1: Very sweet, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was there and that kind of made things awkward for me too, because I wasn't quite sure how to handle that situation. Anyway, back to the car, park the car, get back in there and I have to now awkwardly kind of nonchalantly look for this phone and try to not look as panicked as I am, because I am absolutely panicking.
0: Because you lost somebody's phone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm looking under the couches and the cushions and everything and I give up and there is one person... Who's in class with me in the ropes bondage class? And I was like, Hey, have you seen a random phone anywhere? And she's like, No. And I was like, okay, let me let me know if you do. Just, you know, just on the off chance you happen to see something like randomly. And she's like, Did you lose one? And I'm like, mm-hmm. So then I go up and I check with the people who checked us in, in the door. Have you seen a random phone? Has anyone turned anything in? And no lost like,
0: and found. No,
1: nothing. And I'm like, oh my God, it's starting to set in. I genuinely lost this fucking phone. They come back from their scene. Everybody else is coming back from their scenes, and I have to just straight up be honest with the mistress. And I'm just like, um, "Did I did I give you back the phone?" And she's like, "No, you sure didn't." But uh, someone found it on the couch, and they handed it over to us. I'm
0: like, oh my God. <gasps> "The massive sigh of relief, but also guilt." Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Of all the people that. I need to let down right now. That's the one that I would least like to let down. Yeah. So now that that was settled and I was like, okay, the phone is found. I could leave. Everyone is all back at the couches and all back in the circle. And I'm like, I can't leave now because now it's going to be awkward. You're
0: trapped.
1: I cannot Irish goodbye at, at this point. No. I have to. So hung out a little bit longer. I was like, fine, I'll commit to a little bit more of this. We There was one... Scene in particular that was happening that was really intense. It was a lot of spanking. It was a lot of flogging. It was a lot of hitting. It was a whole thing. Consenting, he, consenting, of course. He, the dom, had moved on to like a really thin bamboo cane.
0: Sure, sure, half sure, half sure, inch,
1: sure. like teeny tiny thin little thing. And Those this are nasty. woman, oh god, the super stingy. This woman was screaming so loud. And it was so jarring that it would just fill the whole place. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. This is triggering me. And I've never even had an experience with that kind of a thing where this would, this should upset me. There was something in me that I was just like, I want to not feel this feeling anymore.
0: So were you creating your own immersion therapy? I think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. Watching their session wrap up and stuff, his aftercare was so sweet. It was so beautiful. Nice. It, it was really cool to kind of see how they all tied that back in together without listening into their conversation or being Absolutely. involved or anything like that because it is it's okay. It's very personal. Yeah. It's okay to make those noises. It's okay <laughs> to like express this thing and her crying and all of that stuff, That that was an expression of release for her. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm assuming because that's generally what these things are. Right. Um, But to see that in person, I was very overwhelmed by that. I do want to say too, that like in this space, it's very normal and very accepted to walk around and just kind of stand and watch what's going on. You can't touch, you can't go and participate It's like a drag show. It's like, yeah, uh, that was not negotiated beforehand. Therefore, don't interrupt kind of a thing. It's consent, consent, consent. And if you don't have it beforehand, GTFO, but you can stand and watch. So there was a lot of that going on. A lot of really interesting scenes. I saw one. It was a group of, I won't assume whatever identity they go by, but... There was one that was strapped to a St. Andrew's cross, which is that X-shaped it's the big X. thing. Yeah. Yes. And the other two were doming this person who was strapped to the cross. And holy cow, it was really cool to see. Like, one was like, they were oh, almost looked like a good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Oh, interesting. One was beating the shit out of the one strapped to the cross, and the other one was like stroking their face and just, you're doing such a good job, you're so beautiful, and like, What an event.
0: It was so cool. What an event. It was so
1: cool. Uh, There were spanking benches and stuff where people were just bent over, just butthole to the wall and just brutally beaten. And it was so cool. Oh, my God. It was so neat. My favorite was, uh, unexpected, the fire station where they were doing fire play.
0: (gasps) Yeah. What?
1: So they did blood play initially. When we were walking in, they were doing blood play. They were doing, like, needles and stuff, right? Which some people are super not into. I don't think that I'm into blood play in that capacity.
0: I don't think that I like that kind of, like, pokey sort of situation. You can dance a blade on my skin. Yes. Puncturing is... Knife play
1: is is my jam, yes. I would probably... So, this this is probably a, another trigger warning, by all means. Jump ahead about Jump ahead. 45 seconds. But I was a cutter as a teenager sure, sure. and into my early 20s. And so, knife play is sort of really okay with me. And so, like, even cutting, cutting is well within my boundaries. However, some, uh, there's, there's like, a limit to there that, are limits. right? And the needle stuff is is really not a thing that I'm interested in. But they switched over and they started doing fire play later on. And that was so cool to watch. And it was a team of two. One was the like fire master and the other one would come by and immediately like swipe it and put the fire out. And so what they were doing is they would, the fire master dude guy had two sticks. One had the fire and one had the Ignition fluid. Oh yeah, yeah. And he would swipe on a naked body, swipe along with the ignition fluid stuff, and then take the fire stick and tap it to that fluid, and it would oh. go down their body. Yum. And then the putter outer guy would swipe his hand behind it to make sure that it went all the way out. Yeah. So it's just a brief, quick little, and not. Enough to sit and cook your skin, right? It's just supposed to be sensation play. Right. That was wildly fascinating and so cool to just sit and stare at. Like just brain tingles just watching that thing. I don't know if I would do it, but it was really beautiful to watch. Sign me up. And I watched so many people do it that night. There were some people that was doing front. So they would just get naked and lay on their back and do it down the front. I watched mistress do the front and oh. I was like, Oh my God, you're so brave. Right across her nipples.
0: Oh, lowered.
1: So, wow. But it was really, really cool. That's awesome. The The teamwork between the two mm-hmm. that we're putting this on was really incredible too, because they're, they're working to make sure that people are doing this safely and they're not getting yeah. burned or like blistered or anything like that. And the fire doesn't sit for longer than like a split second. Oh, so that was really cool. Lots of other things. I really did feel like I was at like a, a convention of some sort. Sure. You know, where you could go around booth to booth. Try and this kind of like, Yes. What about this one? Exactly. There is such a thing as pickup play, which is where you can kind of you like. You
0: pretend that you're at a bar and somebody uses a pickup line on you. No. And <laughs> oh, dang it. Because I'd be all for that.
1: It is that is more role play, I think, in my opinion. That's fair. Uh, but this pickup play is where it was not not discussed beforehand. You you just do a quick. Here's my boundaries. What do you think about this? Cool. Okay, let's oh, go ahead and okay. do this. Right. It's spur of the moment kind of things sure. instead of coming in with a partner that you normally work with on a regular basis. Got right. It. That was. My intention going into this was being open to play, but not necessarily seeking it. However, once I was in that barn for an enough time, I was like, no, my God, there's no way. There's no way. In fact, I started questioning my own qualifications in this. I know nothing about this. I I had no clue what this was going to look like. My experience with it so far has been nothing like what I'm seeing here. And I'm so overwhelmed that I just feel like, am I... Am I actually kinky? And maybe I'm not a kinky person. This was just so much. So I am questioning at this point, what am I doing? I, I, I don't think that I'm on this level at all. The stuff that I'm into is not nearly the level of pain that everybody else is diving into. And, and this is a, a room filled with 150 some odd people, just so many people doing this thing and doing it well. S- super, super, super humbling at that point. Okay. With pickup play, maybe some point in my life, I would be able to get to that.
0: Which is the hey, you're new here. I'm new here. This is what I want to yes. do. Yes.
1: Hey, looks like you're free. You're not doing anything right now. Do you want to beat the shit out of Enter me for an hour seat. or whatever? You know, got it. Yes. I could not imagine at that moment being comfortable enough to be able to find someone. I could trust in the moment. However, I did see a lot of it happen. And it was really cool to
0: watch. Did they just pick any scene...
1: Yeah, they would. There were some members of our group that kind of talked about it and they were like, do you want to get flogged? Yeah, I'd flog you. Oh, that' cool. All right. Yeah. You want to go do that? Yeah, that sounds great. And then I would watch them kind of from a distance. They would sort of negotiate about what they were going to be into, what to expect kind of a thing. And I imagine that they've played before, but it was kind of like we didn't talk about doing this before we arrived here. But shit, since we're here and this is all kind of playing out, it's
0: an option. Let's it's an go. option. Let's
1: go. Also, the other thing, too, is I don't want to say this in like a mean way, but there was no one there that I was attracted to enough that I would have been like, hey, you're hot. Let's do this. I don't know if that's an Oregon thing. Maybe in other places, there's a plethora of more attractive people, but it just wasn't my flavor for the night. Plenty of very pleasant people, very nice looking people. I did notice that there was quite a bit of an older crowd, which is not my jam. Sure. I don't, I'm not into like the age play kind of stuff or even doing the older.
0: Well, and like we've said, much like a kink or a flavor of ice cream, yeah, everybody has their preferences. Yeah. And I mean, and there this was, was your first play park, but like, we're not always going to run into kids we want to play with. Exactly. Yeah.
1: There was nothing that was really enticing me to want to do like anything out of the ordinary. So I was perfect content just watching. And I was reassured many times that that's totally fine for you to come and watch for your first time. There's plenty of warriors here, as you can see. They're all just kind of sitting around watching what's going on or whatever. It was comfortable enough that I felt okay just sort of observing for my first time. Maybe the next time I go, going with someone that I could play with instead of trying to do pickup play or anything like that. I think that that would be a more comfortable situation.
0: If mistress asked you to do a tie, would you be, next time, would you be willing?
1: Yeah, I think so. I have a lot of trauma around being tied.
0: And you've mentioned that. And I
1: mentioned that earlier, but there is something about someone who knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing and not supposed to be doing that I'm like, you know what, I inherently trust you mm-hmm. I know that that's not going to be a dangerous situation for me because you know what you're doing versus this person that had tied me before pretended that they knew what they were doing yeah. so I think that yes if she had asked I probably would have however there's still so much that I haven't done in terms of being tied that some of the ties that senior has done on me that my husband's mm-hmm. done on me I'm like oh that hurts and he's like oh, yeah it's supposed to and I'm like oh yeah Oh,
0: yeah. Right. Some of these are supposed to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. And so I question, too, if I'm ready for something like that because sure. I haven't worked my way up in that. So I okay. don't know. That's, that's a tricky. It's like a two-part answer for that one.
0: If you went with senior and he was like, want to go get spanked? Oh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I kind of tried to imagine myself watching some of the other couples do their thing. Do I think that I could do that? Could I see myself in that position if my husband was there and was doing that with me? Would that be comfortable for me? I have a lot of things to work through in this. Sure, sure. I, I have therapy on Tuesday to go talk all about this. So excited. And unpack this with my therapist. There is a lot for my religious upbringing and my childhood and how I was raised that I think hinders me from feeling totally free and open accepting of these things. In fact, while I was there, I'm going to be honest with you, nothing was a turn on to me. I wasn't there watching things like, oh, my nipples are hard watching her get spanked. Like I was just like, wow, that's cool. Oh, look at that event over there. I was viewing it from almost this lens that was not allowing me to feel sexually liberated or turned on or anything. So I started to question if I was in that position mm. and I got flaps to the wind and I'm getting my ass wailed on, am I going to get turned on or am I going to be so aware of what everything else is happening around me that I'm not able to find that subspace or that right. that mental thing that's going to allow me to focus in on the task at hand?
0: Well, and I wonder if some of it wasn't, you're not a voyeur. Watching it happen yeah. to other people yes. doesn't do it, it doesn't do for, it for you. me. Whereas... Yeah.
1: Well, I, I want to note, too, there was no blatant fucking going on.
0: Right. It's just a lot of teasing.
1: Yeah. I I imagine that somewhere in that building it was happening. I just wasn't seeing it. That was not that kind of-
0: That's not the goal.
1: Goal of the party. And in fact, I think one of the the members of the group, the friend group, was like, I really want to take one of my partners upstairs and watch from up there while I fuck them. Oh, hot. And make them watch while everyone else can see. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. That's super cool. And then I noticed mm-hmm. that no one else was really blatantly fucking anywhere. So I was like, ah, so you could do it, but not a lot of people are. So it didn't sure. turn into like an orgy or anything like that. Um, it, it didn't seem like there were any kind of like orchestrated right. fucking things going on around there.
0: And they probably have rules and standards for that. I mean, obviously it was a dry event. Yes. They're probably like. Please don't get come on our floor.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> whatever, like other
0: people are I'm walking. Sure you got to clean up after
1: yourself after you leave, like the play areas or whatever. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, not to debase it, but like when you go to the gym or whatever, and they have the spray downs and the towels. Same exact thing. Same thing.
1: You're using the tools that belong to the gym. You clean up after yourself, so the
0: next person doesn't exactly. touch your sweat. Exactly. Or your and fluids. the goal, the goal is not. Sex. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. The goal is to have a good time. At
1: least for this event. Exactly. This may be different for other events. Exactly. Yeah.
0: This one in particular this that in you particular attended. Wasn't. Yeah. Was I'm so sad I wasn't there.
1: I very quickly realized three things. One, I was really glad to just observe for the first time. Just that Came across as like a normal thing to, to just be there and like check things out and not have to participate. I think that I would have had a really tough time if it was required for me to participate. To do in a some
0: thing, way. yeah. Well, and it's not like you can watch it on television. So people who go skydiving for their first time, they're like, "Well, I've seen other people jump out of a plane." So yeah. drastically. You don't definitely.
1: show up and go, "What's this all about? Is that a plane? You just jump out of it?" Right. All right cool. I, I guess I'm what's in. It,
0: is, I have a backpack on. Like, yeah. No, it's you've seen other people do it, so you have a rough idea you what's re- going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Versus like, this yeah. experience. Two. Yeah.
1: I realized that I was so out of my comfort zone without having a partner there. So when everyone branched off and did their own thing and I had to sit there by myself and there's no reception so I can't play on my phone. I can't dissociate and check forced. out. I am forced to sit and look and wonder and watch and fake that I'm like, oh, I'm fine with all of this. The amount of people that I had come up to me and they're like, are you doing okay? Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, no, I love this. And inside, internally, I'm just like, this is a lot. This is a lot.
0: Forced to be comfortable when uncomfortable.
1: Oh, imagine that. Ew.
0: It's good. Perhaps overdone, but yes, it's good.
1: Yes, I have no regrets about it. No, 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 no,
0: none sure. at all.
1: And then three, if you're an old hand at this, pickup play is a thing. If you're new at this- To pick up play is not a thing. So I went in there with this, like, intention of being open to this and then quickly realized, oh, no, 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 no. no! You cannot come in here as a a first-timer, as a newbie, and just expect that there's going to be someone with your play style that wants to do the things that you want to do, that you're going to feel comfortable with doing this. What was I thinking? I shaved my hoo-ha and was like, well, if anybody sees it, because I'm sure I'm going to have it out. Just got to be ready. And then I spent the entire night in a onesie. (laughs) Negotiating scenes, walking up to someone and being like, "Let's negotiate a scene," is that's so out of my realm. When
0: is a bird a raccoon? When <laughs> she's at a sex party. When I'm party. at a sex
1: party, but it, uh, it's scary to be there alone. It so is. the the comfort zone of like having a onesie and being able to snuggle into this comfort thing, it, that was everything for me. Essential.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Grateful for the experience. I'm so awestruck by the size of it all, by the intense scenes that were going on, by the care that was being shown, the way that everything was run. It was really, really, really cool experience. And at some point after the fire stuff or whatever, I was like, I think this is a good point. A lot of people had kind of petered out by that point. I think that this is a great point for me to leave. I've spent four hours here, and it's a good time for me to check out. Nice to see you all. See you in class on Wednesday. I got to go and drove to my Airbnb and could not sleep because I could not process any of it and then I also felt really guilty because my husband tractor boy were trying so desperately to get a hold of me and it wasn't until I got back in a reception that I was like oh my god what have I done these poor guys have been worrying about me (sighs) so yeah that was my kink party.
0: I don't even know where to begin with my questions. So obviously, it's a dry event because the last thing they need is for people to be getting drunk and rowdy. Yes, so it makes a heck of a lot of sense.
1: I imagine that there are other parties that that is allowed, but this one in particular was not.
0: I'm glad that a dry one was your first one. Oh, me too. I I don't know, and of course, we have so many parties to go to. I know. I don't. I imagine that they probably have a drink limit, but even just.
1: Well, I know that they have monitors. There's a dungeon monitor, I want to call them, a dungeon master, a dungeon person that monitors what's going on to make sure that everything is safe and consensual and nothing's getting out of hand and there's no, like, red flags happening anywhere. And if people are inebriated, they don't let you play. So that you can make constant, consensual decisions about things. Sure. Because I know that like my inhibitions go down when I have a drink or two in me. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it. That sounds like a good idea. I'll do that. Why do you think we do this podcast with alcohol? Exactly. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> We've been found. We have. But I think that had there been alcohol, I probably would have been a little more enticed to do something that would have been out of my sober realm. Sure. And I'm grateful that it was a sober event. What I don't your, know if all of them are like that, though.
0: If you had consumed alcohol, had it had it not been a dry event, and you had been more open to doing things afterwards, and maybe this is too deep of a dive for the bird, for the bird. Look, what's the my cast. kinks that I would have been into? Well, no. What? How would you have felt the following morning if you'd That's woken up and been like, <gasps> That's the thing.
1: And I think that that's why they prevent that kind of stuff from happening. Is sure. They
0: don't want you to feel guilt about. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good.
1: It, it goes into that ick of I, I consented to something that I didn't totally want to consent to. I can't tell you how many times I felt that. And that has been one of the topics that I've discussed with my therapist quite a bit is the ick. Yes. And it has a little bit to do with drinking, but also a lot to do with being the people pleaser codependent. Mm-hmm. And. Saying yes to things that I probably shouldn't have said yes to, or I knew it was going to make me feel uncomfortable, but I felt obligated to do it anyway. And I tried to avoid that ick at all costs. So being able to stay clear minded off of absolutely drugs, off of alcohol, off of anything like that, um, was handy to be able to just be like, Oh no, I feel good about this decision that I'm making.
0: So the set the scene so we talked about the massive size of the barn Mm -hmm. is there music playing what's the lighting like
1: i think that they had a dj but i don't know for sure because again there was a lot of people and i didn't
0: screaming going on yeah
1: i didn't actually get up and walk around by myself and visit all of the areas I had a general area that I had already kind of been to with the other people. And that was where I stuck to because I
0: was. Comfort zones are key.
1: Yes. I was comfortable in those areas. So already making myself more uncomfortable than I've ever been. I was like, I'm going to stick to what is feeling safer for me. Good music. It was sexy music. It was kind of fun and upbeat sort of stuff for songs about sex. And and, the, and in fact, the playlist was kind of kind of a vibe. It was kind of a whole bop. Okay. So yeah, they had good music.
0: What was the lighting like? Was it like club lighting? Did they have different spotlights for each scene? How is that looking?
1: Oh man, that is a little tough to remember, but it was well lit. It was a pleasant lighting, it was like a warm lighting. It wasn't like a harsh, cool light or anything like that, I noticed, because it felt very inviting as soon as you walked in. It was just warm and... It was just warm and friendly. And the fire pits in there with the overhead, heating the little propane, heating things too, had a whole sensual glow to them. But I don't remember there being any spotlights or anything crazy. No stro- like that. Oh,
0: well, no strobes. I would hope.
1: Yeah, but. I didn't. I don't think that I saw any strobes. I think there was some colorful lights here and there. Okay, just the atmosphere was very like
0: a like a very well lit party. Okay, so you you got you went back to the Airbnb. You literally doubled the amount of time that you were intending to be there, all because you couldn't find this phone.
1: Yes, and I'm you, I'm grateful for it. Oh, thank goodness! Yes. I I actually stuck that out. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: First of all. We wouldn't have this podcast episode. <laughs> um, so you went back to the Airbnb and just laid in bed trying to destimulate.
1: Yes, uh-huh. I had so much rattling around in my brain and no one to talk to about it. Mm. Journaling helps being able to just get the thoughts out of my head. But, you know, even just like scrolling TikTok or whatever, it couldn't keep my attention for very long. I was just, I I have to unpack all of these things that I learned and all the things that I saw and I need to talk to someone about this. And I'm worried about my husband and I'm worried about this guy that I've been talking to because they're asleep now and they don't know that I'm safe. And I can't call them and wake them up because they're on schedules that need sleep. Yep. Like, oh man, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't unpack it all. I couldn't digest it.
0: Yeah. It gets really difficult when traveling alone. And it's not like you wouldn't have gone with them if you could have, but. You know what? It just dawned thing. on
1: me that I did this by myself. I don't know why that just hit me. You sure did. But I don't do these kinds of things by myself ever. Ever. That this is this is a new chapter for me in my life. I think especially after realizing that I'm a codependent, how much I need other people to do these things with me. I, I think that I've done probably three things this year that were totally by myself. I went to a munch that was about a half hour drive away. And I just got a wild hair up my ass and decided to go by myself and do the thing. And I had a great time. And my husband called me and I was like, Where the fuck are you? And I'm like, Oh, I, I went to a munch. He's like, Really? You you just went? And I was like, Yeah, I just felt like it. Um, but I had a good time talking to people over there and listening to stories and what have you. And I don't I don't do a whole lot of this stuff. I, I'm not an independent person as much as I would like to kind of portray myself as. So yeah, I'm like, oh my God. I'm kind of proud of myself for doing this thing unprompted. By myself, no person to lean on other than showing up and going like, oh, thank goodness, there's some people here that I recognize that I can hang out with.
0: What do you think you would have done if your knot tying class, your rope tying class, had not been there? Would you have left earlier? I would have left way earlier.
1: I I probably would have walked around a little bit, said hi to the other woman, Mm -hmm. and... You know, just did a quick little thing because she was there with her partner and, right. and they were in scenes and stuff together quite a bit. And, and that was the reason for them going, not to babysit me. Or, right, no. Like, I did have someone reach out to me on FetLife prior to the party. They had noticed that I had RSVP'd and she gave me her phone number and said, hey, we're going to be, oh, I just realized I didn't meet up with her. She's like, hey, we're going to be over at such and such area. Oops. Come say Hi. I'm going to have to message her and just let her know that I was totally overwhelmed and and spaced it. But there are enough nice people in this community who are willing to take me under their wing that I could have very easily, like the girl that I walked in with before she was leaving for the night, she came and found me and was just like, it was really nice to meet you. Here's my contact information. Let's be friends on FetLife. Nice. Yeah. And that's the vibe. There was another gentleman too that was like, have you ever been to one of these before? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, your first time. How you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, you know what, that's fair. And and we just got to kind of chatting about things. People are so patient and understanding about that stuff, mm-hmm. at least in the community that I have been involved with so far that I probably would have been able to talk to people for long enough,
0: but I, I wouldn't have stayed as long. Yeah, and that's... That's totally fair. I don't know that it's necessarily a codependent thing. There are some people that can just absolutely go out there. I would think. I'm too anxious for that. Right. <laughs> so there's there's a piece that's like, but also there's, you know, you have to take into account extroversion versus introversion. Yeah. And like, where do you say, like, the. Where amount. are you on
1: the extra intro vert so, scale?
0: I used to be super far extroverted. Shock, I realized. I sit ambivert. Oh. So I'm very happy and I can draw energy and 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 life from being around people, but I do stupid well just being, like- That's this, so nice. It's so great. This morning, for example, I got up and had, uh, my roommates were asleep- I had the house to myself for almost five hours, and I went downstairs and did the dishes, and I read, and I just took some pleasant. It was so great. All that to say, when you go to a place like a kink party, and it's so—I mean, you're around people. Yes, you almost have to be extroverted to do something like that. Yes, unless you're there with your partner, and you can be very partner focused. Focused. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so excited to go.
1: I know.
0: We're going to find the next one. It's going to be awesome.
1: Well, we got vetted for the more local ones. So those will be easier to go to. And there is one coming up in a couple of weeks. weeks right. that we should go to. I'm just saying we got homework now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, that as, means getting involved. I know. And-,
1: and as an introvert myself, it is really, really, really hard for me to go to these things. However, I put myself in these positions specifically because if I introvert too hard, I hermit and I will not leave Mm. the house. I will, my whole life aspiration is to become a quilt and just a human quilt. Lay on the bed and just be a quilt.
0: Well, you've got the pretty part down.
1: Thank you, uh, my little quilty parts. And to push myself out and do like these public things is really fulfilling in a different way, Mm -hmm. but it just drains me so much. Socially, my batteries are just garbage after that. It's.
0: It's exhausting.
1: Yeah. So exhausting. I need a lot of downtime to recover from really social events like this. But I i am glad that I kind of push myself. And especially that's like why I do the work that I do is because I have to be extroverted. I have to talk to people. I have to be outgoing. Otherwise, I hermit.
0: Now, the other side to this, um, and I haven't been to one of these yet. So when I shut down in terms of kink or sex or whatever, is I do the, whatever I don't care. Oh God, yeah. So if somebody were to come up to me, sidebar. I we love the theater. I have done a lot of performance. You've done performance. The first rule of improv is always say yes, yeah. Or say yes and, yes, or yes, never yes. say no. Depending on what school you went to. But anyway, so if if somebody who so funny did you the, say that.
1: I think about that almost daily. It's
0: wretched. Yeah. It's it can it's it's very um, Jim Carrey yes man vibes yes if somebody were to come up to me and do pickup play I would probably default to okay just but. because a I don't really say no very well okay and part of that is I love an experience to a detrimental point okay yeah not not because I can't say no I can I just want every experience all the time always. Yes. So, going to something like this, if somebody were to come up to me and be like, "You want a bamboo on cane on your butt?" I'd be like, "Yes. No, but let's try it."
1: Oh, okay. So, that that's different than being like, Sigh. "I I really 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 do not want to say yes." Right. Versus, "You know what? Fuck it. I'll take a new experience." Yeah. Is it, is it falling in one of those two categories?
0: It's kind of an in-between where I enjoy a good spanking. Yes. I don't like a good sting. Yeah. I really don't. Give me the thud. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I would prefer to hear about it than feel about it. Yeah. But if it's going to make the other person happy, and I can come back and say, okay. I've done the sugar cane or I've done the bamboo cane. Yes. I'm going to do it.
1: Okay. So that's relatable to me too. And I kind of want to deconstruct that a little bit. Probably in therapy on Tuesday. Is that a codependent tendency of mine is to just be like, yeah, I'll try that. Or is that like an outgoing tendency where I'm like, fuck it, I'll try everything once. Let's give
0: this a go. So that's how I feel is I'll try anything once, twice if I like it the first time. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm never, I'm not opposed to an experience. So a little bit of backstory about us. I actually had the chance to meet bird in 2020 you were at a wedding oh hosting your business okay and oh yes, i remember this wedding yes i uh so in the state of oregon you have to have a certified an oregon licensed certified bartender alcohol pourer. yes I went and, and this wedding was for family friends from for it's uh, 20 plus years. So I went out got out my what's called my OLCC my Oregon Liquor Control Commission license so I could pour and I did not the, leave the bar.
1: The wedding on the river?
0: No. No. They have a creek that runs through there so you might be thinking about the creek, but this is in October. Yeah. Um
1: not our main river around here, right? No,
0: no, no. No, no. Um, we're going to have
1: to pick We'll have to apart. deconstruct
0: that. So anyway, I'm almost positive you were there. But if you weren't, at least your business was present.
1: If it was 2020, it was definitely me.
0: Yeah. So I was stationed at the bar. I was serving the alcohol.
1: No. And I
0: could not. I could not because I had just been licensed. There were people that were coming up to me like, if you want to go participate, like you're more than welcome to. Oh
1: my God.
0: And I couldn't, I could not in my soul leave the bar because that's leaving the alcohol unattended, and I could lose my OLCC license. So I did not go. Huh. So then a couple of friends that I met that are mutual friends of ours, a couple of friends that I met invited me to go participate. And so I came in in January of 21. Oh my God. Yep. And that's... That's where i met Bert. So, all that to say, I am always down for new experience. I just can't always do the thing. There may be other priorities that are hindering me or whatever. But if we were to ever go to a kink party, I'd probably go and do everything if somebody asked me. Again, not a healthy huh. boundary <laughs> on my part.
1: Yes, but... As long as you are not doing something that makes
0: you so totally uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Now, one of the things. And you can always change your mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that I think you saw, so. I know whose wedding this is now. uh, Yeah. Uh, A while ago, you and I went to a, we talked about the kink meet and greet. And there was a person with whom I I didn't want to exchange information. First of all, I am never comfortable giving out my personal information on a first time encounter. And you were the perfect wingman because- <gasps> Yes! yeah 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 yes you know yes, where yes, we are yes, now because yes, 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 uh, yes, you yes, were yes. like, well he'll create a fat life and then you can add him and da 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 yes because
1: they were like how do I get in contact with you? Because we're wrapping up and getting ready to leave.
0: Exactly. I like, had a
1: really nice time talking to you. Like, what's
0: your phone number how kind of a it? thing? And, right. And I was like, well, I'm not really comfortable giving up my phone number, blah, blah, blah. And, Bird, and they were
1: like, do you have a kick? And you're like, it's like uh, yeah. I, I, no, I, I mean... I, I mean it's, 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 it's not
0: on my phone. Like, I could redownload. it. And they immediately
1: it. jump in, and I'm just like, you need a Fet life. We're going to create one. I'll hook you guys up and make leave. sure that you're friends. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: So... I would need somebody like that where I do the stumbling that's like, I'm going to tell you yes because I don't know yes. how to say no. And it's not...
1: So you need someone that was like, I, I, listen, I know him well enough by now that this I is not a thing happening. that he really wants to do. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes.
0: Um, and it's not, for me, it's not so much a codependent thing. It's it, it's literally an internal battle of how do I tell myself no? Yes, Because you are... I am all about the experience. I'm all about the new thing. So that that's so much more different than being yeah. talked into doing something that you don't want exactly. to do. Exactly. Yeah. I, I talk myself into the thing. Yes. So I would just like to go out there and say, I'm super proud of you for going. Thanks. I am pissed that I couldn't go with you. I know. You did some phenomenal personal work. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to... When I actually get to go with you, I know, and watch you in action, I know.
1: Oh my god, it's gonna be good. Oh my god,
0: but I swear to God, if you leave me, oh no, I'm gonna have Mistress tie you up in a rigging, <laughs> and you're gonna be left there. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> that's a that's a hard no. That's
1: a hard no. That's a hard no. Oh no, I I definitely think that I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to play by this second party that we go to, but I think that we're going to kind of have to see how the vibe is. Uh, Absolutely. And and then we'll kind of play it by ear. I am open to it, but not
0: necessarily having expectations. I am probably only going to let you about two arms lengths away and those arm lengths are your arm one of your arm and one of my arm because yeah. I'm going to be like holding your hand the entire time.
1: Yes and that's exactly how I wanted to be yeah. <laughs> the whole time that I was at this place I Pink was like.
0: King baby over here is going to be like No. <laughs> Don't leave. <laughs> oh, man.
1: So we do have a munch coming up on Thursday that I think that you're going to with me. We talked about this.
0: Possibly. So in a couple of
1: days, we um are headed to a munch. I'm going to drag you out. Whether you like it or not, you're going to go kicking and screaming. Uh-huh. And that is more local to our area versus the ones that we've been to that are a little bit further away. This one is more centrally located. Right. And then I think that we've got a play party that has been offered to us in two weeks that we were that was the one that we got vetted for
0: this is sound i remember them talking about i don't remember a date though yeah okay that sounds soon bold (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go pee myself now yes that is on its way
1: anxiety
0: um i'll have to i'll have to check back with you on my thursday schedule because there's something else happening on thursday
1: (laughs) Oh, is it a cute boy?
0: No. Oh. That's happening Tuesday. No. Uh, no, there's something else happening at Thursday in our current location, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the thing that we were going to skip together.
0: Is it? Okay.
1: Is it the thing that you want to go to that bad? No,
0: but I want to go and support because it's that hostess's first time. Oh you see, you see where I'm going I do I We apologize for like All of the secrecy But like We're See this is what happens When you eavesdrop Intentionally on friends In the middle of a conversation Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah So yeah, yeah. we'll, But we'll talk about it off air By all means By all means Last thoughts Last thoughts For this I'm so stoked I'm so proud of you Thank you You did phenomenally well
1: It was crazy It was brave It was daring It was lovely It was a whole experience experience i'm very proud of myself for branching out doing the thing by myself i can't wait to deconstruct this with my own therapist i am very stoked at the potential of what this holds for my future and all of the things that kind of come along with this and being more comfortable at parties
0: moving forward one of the things that you said at the at the outset of this episode was that senior your husband is cross borders in another location Uh at an event
1: oh i can't wait to take him He's going to, huh? the fire thing that I was telling you about. Ugh. Oh my God. He's going to love it. Anyway, he's fall how apart. is he what?
0: What has deconstruction looked like of your event there with him?
1: So I haven't really gotten a chance to like. I wondered. Process it, this yeah. with him um, because he's been so busy with this thing that he's been doing. Right. I don't want to take away from his experience. So we will do that when he comes home.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. And when's he due back?
1: He is due back on Tuesday. So he's got two more days. This is Sunday that we're recording this. He's due back in two days. I, pre or
0: post-therapy?
1: I think he flies in shortly before.
0: Okay. So you'll go to therapy, work with your therapist, and then...
1: Yeah, and like, then probably do like a... Babe,
0: take me to dinner. We've got to talk about some cool things. Yeah.
1: Nice. However, he's got the whole day tomorrow where nothing is on his agenda. Mm. So there is a possibility that we do a phone call and I kind of like debrief him on some of the stuff that's been going on. Because I want to tell him I'm so excited. Absolutely. Usually. I'm anxiety ridden about, oh, here's the things that I've been up to while you've been gone. But this one is feels very more.
0: And he encouraged you to go. He
1: definitely encouraged me to go. He's the only reason that I went by myself. He is the sweetest, most supportive. And in fact, when he found out that this play party was happening while he was gone out of town, he was like, you can go. And I'm like, I, you're right. I can. But he's like, no, you
0: need to go. Please go. Please go. Get out of the house.
1: Yes. Explore the thing that you've been wanting to explore. Go experience the thing that you've been wanting to experience. So he's going to be really excited about it. That helps. That changes things quite a bit. And we're getting more comfortable. I'm getting more comfortable in telling him these things on a more regular basis instead of being like oh he's coming back I gotta tell him oh
0: right so I love that yeah oh, I'm so excited
1: I'm excited too gotta
0: be a fly on that wall <laughs>
1: cool
0: okay yeah so
1: so that I think that that's my debrief from for us for today my my recap is mm. like I'm so glad that I did it
0: I'm so glad you did it. I wouldn't
1: change anything.
0: We need to take a momentary sidestep. Yes. And uh, you're all going to get kind of a peek behind the curtain. What's happening with Tractor Boy? Oh,
1: I don't know. Um, So as of this moment currently, I don't think that he's even awake because I sent him a message. Fair. Two hours ago and I said, hi, just thinking about you. Aw um but he also messaged me seven hours ago with a photo of him and his daughter and I did not see it until two hours ago so that he's on a different schedule and that's really tough
0: he sure is so we'll get into that story later
1: also side note I told him that we were doing a podcast and he's excited to listen so he is probably definitely going to be listening to this good
0: (laughs) it's nice to know we have a listener tractor boy if that's you Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> Awesome. This is it. just going to take all of this home and process, be jealous in my own yeah. bed. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. That's fantastic.
1: I would love to get more into like our dating stuff too.
0: Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. We're going to have to start creating segments about like what's, what's currently happening in happening. our dating life. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: because Tractor Boy and I have not even met yet,
0: which is bad. But Tractor Boy and I haven't even met yet, and that's so that
1: was was the other thing (laughs) as a a side path here.
0: We were supposed to see each other, but not see each other. Uh huh. uh, Earlier this week, because I was going to go out on a date the same day that Bird was going to go out on a date. Thursday. It was Thursday. It was Thursday.
1: We had dual dates planned and we were going to
0: cross of cross streams
1: just a little bit just for a minute or two yeah
0: because she's so she's met the guy that i'm currently seeing Uh uh-huh actually at a ropes tying exhibition on
1: your first date on our
0: first date he was a brilliant sport about it
1: and he's cute boy
0: he's cute boy he's cute boy that's not to say that Tractor Boy isn't also darling. But my God, does the woman have a type? Anyway. <laughs> I don't have a type. I have a pattern. You do? <laughs> it's, it's so bad. So anyway, we were gonna we were gonna end up meeting up Thursday night. Uh huh. And Tractor
1: Boy had to cancel because of the snow.
0: Because of the snow. Mm-hmm.
1: You went on your date.
0: I went on my date.
1: How was your date?
0: It was so lovely. What's that? it? Was, it was very good. What
1: did you guys do? Because I, I don't think that I've heard the update on this one.
0: You you haven't. We're So we're going to start creating a segment called our Dating Life Updates. Um, yes. But long story short, so we started at our spot. So Bird and I have a spot. We do have a spot. We have a spot.
1: I feel um, like we have two we very do. legitimate
0: spots. We do. We have a if cheese spot. If not a spot. third,
1: as like a backup.
0: Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. But we started at our spot, not the cheese spot. Okay. Started at our spot, and I was like, I just want to show him like, what Just this is. when so drinks, wanna, casual. Exactly. Yes. So we went for a drink. He loved it. Of course he did. Good. And then we walked down the street to where we were going to end up crossing streams. Oh, perfect. He absolutely fell in love with the joint like I knew he would. Uh, and then we went back. I couldn't stay with him for super long because he lives about 25 minutes away. Yeah. It's um, a little bit of a hike. It's a hike. So, and I had to be up the next day because I was supposed to. Anyway.
1: I love also that we talk in time. For distance instead of miles.
0: It's true. There's other
1: places that are like 25 minutes. What is that in miles?
0: I don't even, I can't. I know. Is it, That's a thing.
1: Oregon is, is time it's true. instead of miles. Yeah.
0: I don't. So for anybody listening that doesn't use time as a measurement of distance, screw off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're wrong. If you can't say I'm 20 minutes away and you have to say I'm 25 Miles Living in California, we
1: talked in miles. In Southern California, it was like, I live 45 miles away from LA. Because you never knew how traffic was going to be if you described it to someone.
0: Because I went to school in Fresno, and we used time as like a, oh, I'm 10 minutes from the school. Yeah. And I suppose probably around big cities. It's, like, yeah. It's it's different. Yeah.
1: Anyway. It's, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: But um, anyway, it was lovely. Good. We... Did drinks, and then we went and did dinner, and then went back to his place. And I had told him, I told him the night of, you need to have three questions ready to ask me. You need to have a G rated question, oh. a PG rated question, and a PG thirteen or above question.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: which by the way is a great date idea as you're getting to know somebody. This is brilliant. It it was a lot of fun.
1: Speaking of which, it was awesome. I think our next
0: we'll do one of those should be questions. Guy, it's like you read my mind. <laughs> So, uh we did last thoughts. Anything else that you wanna throw out there? No. Awesome. Guys, we have so enjoyed and appreciated you having listening in and participating with us. Yeah. If you want to contact us, we would love to hear your stories about meet and greets, kink parties, fetish parties, whatever. You can contact us at drinksandkinkspod at gmail.com. Bird, thank you for sharing your experience with us.
1: Thank you, Grant. This
0: has been awesome. Uh, I am looking forward to our sex party, king party, fetish party, whatever, party. I'm looking forward to partying with you. Hell yes. Uh, It's going to be awesome. And for the rest of you guys, we will see you next episode. Thanks, guys.